This episode was recorded on the lands of the Wadawurrung, the Wurundjeri Willem and the Boonarong peoples of the Kulin Nation. Australia always was and always will be the land of the first peoples. Welcome to Definitely Baby, a podcast that shares interviews with people about their unique experiences in transitioning into parenthood. I'm your host, Chelsea McRae, and in each episode, Definitely Baby shares stories about parents' postpartum period and beyond, and about the challenges and nuances that we unearth in this deeply beautiful yet intense time. This podcast is for those who are about to embark on the journey of parenthood and those who've been parenting for a while. Or maybe you'd just like to listen to some lovely and unique stories. So, whoever you are, thank you for joining us and I'm so glad that you're here. Every parenting journey is full of surprises, but if you can count on one thing, it's definitely baby. Hi everyone, in this episode I am joined by my good friends, the beautiful sister duo Hannah and Em. I've had both of them on the pod before in some of my very first few episodes. I'll link both their episodes in the show notes. You may want to go back and listen before you listen to this one or even go back afterwards, which I'm sure you will if you don't listen first. There's still two of my most downloaded episodes ever and the feedback I got from them indicated that their individual stories really impacted people who listened. Hannah's story is episode four. Hannah's a mother of three babies, Iris, Oka and Charlie. Iris and Oka are angel babies who Hannah very sadly lost during her pregnancies with them before she had Charlie, who is now 20 months old. So obviously I would like to include a trigger warning as we do discuss Hannah's story of miscarriage and pregnancy loss at a few points throughout today's chat. And in her main episode, she also shares so openly and vulnerably about her losses and how that impacted her pregnancy with Charlie and parenting journey moving forward. And her sister M, who's a mother to Wilbur, who's nearly three years old, shares her story in episode five. In that episode, M shared again, very vulnerably and openly, her experience of breaking up with her partner, who'd recently become her husband, who she'd been with since they were in high school. And they split up due to his infidelity. All of this happening while M was navigating new motherhood with a young toddler. Sharing these things that aren't spoken about very often are so important in others feeling less alone. And Hannah and Em, I thank you so much for your honesty and your story obviously had so much of an impact on people who did listen. I'm so honoured to have them back on the podcast today and this episode is really something special. I'm confident that you're going to love it. And yeah, I loved chatting with them and catching up with them. So without further ado... Let's get into the episode now. Hi, Hannah and Em. Thanks so much for coming back onto the podcast. It's so nice to see your beautiful faces virtually. I know. It's so lovely. 
Yeah. How are you both today? Yeah, really good. Yeah. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> I'm really good. Yeah. So for anyone who firstly hasn't heard your either of your episodes, Hannah, yours was four and then yours was five. I encourage everyone to go back and listen to them because they're both such beautiful episodes. Some of them <laughs> the first I ever recorded. But yeah, anyway, would you both, for anyone who hasn't listened to those, could you introduce yourselves briefly and tell us a bit about your families? Oldest first. You go, Hannah. <laughs> um, hi, I'm Hannah. <laughs> I have um, a little girl called Charlie who's nearly 18. Oh, no, she's just over 18 months. Wow. And my husband, Chris. Um, and we have two little angel bubbers who we lost before Charlie called Iris and Oka. Um, yeah, that's our family. Family makeup oh, and a dog called Percy. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Don't forget Charles Percy. Forget Percy. <laughs> he won't let you forget him. He's knocking on the door. He's like, Hannah, excuse me. I'm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Re-record. <laughs> um, I am M and I am, uh, I, I was going to say single mother, but like what is that term? Mm. I don't really because I'm not technically single, single yeah, yeah but I am I live at home yeah. with a toddler I um, have a little boy Wilbur and he is I don't know specifically but three in January mm-hmm. but he's the best and yeah and I have a partner Matthew and that is my family makeup okay well I'd love to talk about the highs and the lows of both of your weeks in parenting, what has it brought you? What's something that has been great? What's something that's been not so great, if anything? Um, I was trying to think of the low of my week and I think it's like the last, uh, not technically this week, but the week before Will had hand, foot and mouth. Oh, that was not oh, fun. No. I know. He started getting like daycare illnesses that everyone talks oh, about daycare. yeah he did he started taking like three months ago but for some reason the last like four weeks he's been like conjunctivitis mm. hand foot and mouth blah, blah, blah. but um so we were in the in the trenches of that for a few days but we are out and he's fine and we have moved on and the highlight of my week i had one oh parenting week uh Every day, just no. Um, I don't know. What was getting so funny? He's starting to make like jokes that I genuinely enjoy. So I guess it's just realizing he's a comedian like myself. <laughs> it's all genetic. <laughs> yeah, cute. How about you, Han? Oh, let me think. So I'd say. Yeah, the highlight at the moment, it's sort of not, it's this phase that we're in is Charlie's speech. Like she's just coming out with so many more words every single day and it's so fun. She's yeah, just coming out with random things that I wouldn't have even thought she was sort of listening to and I'm just getting to know like her personality more through it and being able to communicate better with her. Like it's just so such a fun, fun time when they're starting to like speak 
I don't know, in more like little phrases and things like that. Yes. And it's funny because it shows at heart things that are so different from when we were little. Like one of the words that Charlie keeps saying at the moment is Google because we have Google Home in our house. So I'm always like, hey, Google, turn on the light. Yeah. And so she's walking around the house going, Google, Google. <laughs> um, it's so funny. Um, and then low light is probably, so I've just started a new job for two days a week. And one of the days that I'm working is Chris's day off. So now we only have one family day together each week. Um, so we only have sort of one yeah day together as a family and one day that we're sharing the parenting. Um, so that's a bit of an adjustment. Yeah, but I mean, it's a positive thing that I've now got work. <laughs> but yeah, just adjusting to that sort of new, new schedule. So yeah, that's sort of a trickier thing that we're sort of navigating at the moment, I suppose. Yeah, how are you finding that transition back to work? Yeah, it's been quite smooth, um, thankfully. Em actually got me the job, um, so oh, yeah. I know she hooked me up. <laughs> so I'm just working two days a week and the hours are really good, so they're not really long days, um, which is nice for that transition back. I'm not away from Charlie for too long. I was so emotional the night before, though. I was really, yeah, just, I don't know, you, you both know how it is. You've mm, been oh, yeah. with them every second of the day for, you know, 18 months in my case, and then they've been, mm. you know, in your stomach for 10 months before then, like you haven't been apart from them. So then all of a sudden to have sort of a whole day away seems like a big step. But um, she was so fine. She she has, yeah, a day with Chris and then a day with the grandparents. And she loved it. So, yeah, she she was thriving. I think it was just more me with the adjustment of being away from her. But it was good. It's good to have some adult time and a bit more money in the bank. So, yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah definitely a positive thing. Yeah. Oh, great. <laughs> That's lovely to hear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, cool. And, yeah, I'd love to know more about what's been happening in both of your lives and in your little kitty's lives since we recorded, which is nine months ago, like the first, some of the first interviews yeah. that I did, which is wild. Wow. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure a lot's happened in both of your lives since then, but can you give us a bit of an update and then, yeah. Yeah, well, hmm, last time we spoke I was like seeing someone and then we weren't seeing each other for a while and then pretty much the day the podcast came out we decided we would um, try again and we've been together ever since. Mm. So, yeah, we're everything's very nice and good and that's probably the main update in my life. Other than that, yeah, we'll be still with me five nights a week and, yeah, it's going, everything's going really well. I've definitely found my feet in like where I want to be in life and how to navigate everything and, yeah, I feel I feel really good about where I am and everything. So, yeah. Yeah, cool. What about you, Hens? Oh, what is, I suppose, yeah, for me, the biggest shifts would be going back to work or starting a new job. And also, <laughs> I recently night weaned Charlie. Oh, yes. So I'm still 
breastfeeding her, but yeah, I know her. But touch wood, it went really smoothly, and now she's sleeping through the night. And she, before I did this, she'd only slept through the night three times ever. And so mm-hmm. it's like a fresh lease on life. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> getting so some good, proper sleep. I know, like the feeling yes. of putting them down and being like, okay, this is probably like I'm probably off the clock for the night. Like, <laughs> yeah. So oh, it's, good. yeah, life changing. So that's probably yeah, the yeah. biggest thing. Yeah. But for us, is getting our sleep back and me heading into to work a couple of days a week. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. wow. It's funny you say that because w- around 18 months as well, I think we night weaned Hazel. We've yeah. just, we just got to bite the bullet. One school holidays, Hagen just did all the nights. And it took, yeah, maybe a week or two and then she's just like pretty consistently slept through the night since oh, then. There's been a few so times good. when she's sick or something. So the night weaning, it just, it really helps. I thought that it would oh, never yeah. happen. Mm, <laughs> I was yeah, like, she's same. just... Ruby monster, like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. with Char. So I think what really yeah. helped with us is that she's old enough to understand. When I sort of explained to her, like I was doing this, this method where you kind of just tell them that now we only have milk when the sun's up. So when mm, she'd go down to bed, I'd be like, "Oh, we're just going to have milk in the morning." And when the sun comes up, and I sort of spoke to her about that for a few days before we actually tried to start weaning mm. and yeah she she just seemed to understand it so then Chris did one night with her with the wakes and she just woke once and she kind of when he said oh milk we're just gonna have milk in the morning she was tearily like okay <laughs> and then from the next oh. night I got up once with her and oh, I was wow. like milk in the morning and she was pointing at the window and she was like sun boobies <laughs> <laughs> And since then, she's just seemed to get it. Like she wakes up in the morning, she points oh out God. the window and says boobies. So, yeah, I think <laughs> I'm so happy funny. I waited like, until I she could understand. <laughs> because, yeah. yeah, if I feel like if I had have done it any earlier, it would have been a real battle. Like if she just thought I was saying no to milk. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, it's so good being able to explain to them. I think we forget how much they really can comprehend at that age, even if they're not talking all that much or, yeah, I think it, it they really can comprehend what's going on in those things. That's so great. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Oh, thank um, you. Little kitty. I feel like I'm so far out <laughs> yeah. of that stage. It's almost like hard to relate yeah. to those conversations of like, oh, like feeding and everything because I've been, I feel like I have a child now, not a baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We're nearly so, three. That's, yeah. He's nearly kindy age yeah I know and I but it's so funny because last time we spoke it didn't feel like that so obviously so much has changed in nine months Mm -hmm. yeah I think you just weaned maybe then yeah like a a little while before how old was well when you were weaned Uh, 15 months I think but he um Yeah. yeah yeah like I he wasn't sleeping through the night still when we spoke last and he just felt so much younger now he feels like a little like that everything all the the night weaning and stuff feels like 10 years ago for me. Yeah, <laughs> it's funny. It's so obviously so much has happened I haven't realised until we're listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> goes so fast. Same when I listen to people talking about early postpartum. I'm yeah. Like, I can kind of remember. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm about to get back in there again. Yeah. So probably 
smack you in the face all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just got our sleep good and then I'm going to take that away again. What Maybe you'll done? get a great sleeper. That's how it feels. Yeah, you might get a yes. little, yeah, angel baby. Yes. Like, I'm, just praying for that. Like, I'm praying for that. <laughs> That'd be great. You just <laughs> I'm backing it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. <laughs> and, and how's um how's Wilb's sleep going? Because I think last time we spoke, yeah, he's still having some challenges I, in his sleep. Then. Yes, he wasn't sleeping through the night last time we spoke. I remember being like, I just got to bite the bu- bullet and like pop him in his cot and not take him out till the, like go in and reassure him or whatever, but not take him out till the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I did that almost right after we spoke and he started sleeping through the night so much better. Um, Still obviously Mm -hmm. it changes when he's sick or now he's like in a stage where he doesn't really need a nap but he'll still like fall asleep but then if he naps too long he'll, you know, that whole thing. But for the most part he Mm -hmm. sleeps through the night and it is long awaited and very exciting mm. and I just pop he always mm. goes to sleep really well like I'll pop him down when he's awake and be like oh see you in the morning and he's like good night and then yeah he'll he'll lay in there till he falls asleep but it's just how many times if he does wake up oh, anyway, so yeah he's a good good little man but yeah it's mm, nice uh, go will be I know <laughs> I think I probably if I had my time again would have done that a lot sooner but it just felt so overwhelming the whole I think I probably overthought it to be honest like oh how can it affect them or whatever and it's like it's fine everybody sleeps it's learnt skill you need to learn it a little bit if you want to do that yeah but yeah, yeah, here, yeah. We, here we yeah. are <laughs> yeah 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 Oh, so good. Yeah. Yeah, and Emma, I'd love to ask you. So yeah. I we did a little question box ages ago when we first had this idea to do this episode. Yes. And we did a little question box and I was going to do another one, but I just haven't. So sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> I forgive you. <laughs> Thanks, Emma. <laughs> we had a few questions at that time. I think, Emma, a lot of people were impacted by your story the first time with your ex, with Wilbur's dad, um, around everything that happened with your relationship. And a few people were just wanting to know how that kind of co-parenting relationship's going. And then I had someone who asked, you know, how you act so civilly when co-parenting with someone who betrayed you so deeply because they were saying they just didn't, don't know how they would be able to face them (laughs) on every few day basis. That's very nice. Yeah, how's that all going for you? Really good. Honestly, I don't know how, but it's, it's yeah, I think um very lucky that um it was an early decision to put Willby first and um make those choices for him and he and yeah, it's going really well. Like it's um definitely found our feet and yeah, it's like a I don't know how, I don't know how to answer Mm. I think it's potentially the reason I consciously was like, this is going to be civil. It's bigger than me. It's we, I, we were brought up, Hannah and I kind of, our parents divorced and it was so turbulent and not something I wanted to repeat at all. So I have kind of the lived experience that I was like, I'm not doing that to anyone. Yeah, so I think it was like, nope, this is going to, we're going to have this done as amicably as possible. And it 
is and it makes my life easier too like I'm not really being selfless doing that because it works out so much better for me everything being amicable Mm -hmm. and yeah like it's fine we're like we'll be we'll be dropped off and we try not to like just drop him and go so like we'll because I just think that's like better for him and he always like is happy to go between us and I think it's because it's just always yeah slow yeah it's very good I don't know how to answer that about myself maybe Han has Mm -hmm. better insight but yeah yeah (laughs) Yeah, I'd love to I'd love to know your take yeah (laughs) happy to happy to yeah jump in I think you're being very (laughs) modest when you say that it was like lucky that you made the decision to make it amicable because I think I think these days that now that it's a little bit further from when everything happened, maybe it is a little bit less effort because you've settled mm-hmm. into a routine together with co-parenting. But in the early stages, mm-hmm. you were very selfless. Like everything was very raw. You were not being treated the way that someone should be treated and you put yourself aside for Wilb's benefit um yeah to really create a dynamic that would be healthy for him and positive for him and yeah that was hard to see as a sister because I don't ever want you to be you know treated in a way that's less than you deserve but I think that yeah it's definitely set you guys up now to have a really positive co-parenting relationship and Will just thinks you guys are great friends which is so beautiful for him Mm. but obviously a real quick period of growth to move from where you were to being so civil and and communicative and to be working Mm. together in the way that you are so yeah, yeah, thank you. Big That's effort nice. from you, Em. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't thank say you. luck. <laughs> no, not luck. That is taking it away yeah, from myself. Yeah. yeah, that's really nice to hear. Thank you. I. It was hard. <laughs> it still is. Sometimes it still is. Let's be real. Yeah, yeah. It definitely wasn't easy. It's not the natural thing. Yeah. Is like not doing that. Yeah, I definitely. Mm. But um, yeah. Thank you. That's nice to hear, Em. Mm. yeah that's so lovely I would hope that you would know that yeah no I do I just don't like like I sound like I'm like oh look at me but yeah I don't want to talk about yeah it's you're the least person to be like I am yours yeah oh that's nice yeah it's funny someone asked me for advice on how to be like that but I don't think there is advice I think it's just because it's such a individual like everyone is gonna react different and it's honestly I don't think I would have been like this if my parents our parents didn't have such a messy divorce and forever they were just like two very different parks it was always yeah it just felt so chaotic and I never wanted to put anyone in that situation don't you think Han? Oh yeah Mm. you had felt the weight of being the child in the middle yeah. of a toxic divorce. Sure. Yeah. I never would have. And you didn't that. want to put that on Willby. Yeah. yeah. It's it's a lot for a, a child to mm. have to try yeah. and navigate. Yeah. For sure. Mm. So that's probably yeah. why. That's why you can't yeah. really give advice for that. <laughs> I hope. Yeah. yeah. 
know better, you do better, hopefully. Yeah. Can you talk to us about your parents' divorce and kind of that period of your life and your relationship at that time together, how all of that that was for you both? Yeah, it was hectic. It was really not how I would want my kids (laughs) to be honest. Um, But I don't, I think. um, How old were you guys at the time? I was 12, I think. So when they divorced, uh, yeah, I was 13 and you would have been 11. Yeah, right. Um, and Rye was yeah, so young out. the divorce. Our younger brother yeah, was, yeah. was eight years younger than us, so he was about three. Oh, yeah, mm. yeah, so, yeah, ten, 10 years. Yeah, totally. Baby. Yeah, mm. it, it was hectic. Like the divorce was hectic, but then the dynamic that continued after the divorce was worse to be honest like they just remained so hostile towards each other and they were both in really bad places and like I want to preface this with that there has been a lot of growth since then and we have a really wonderful relationship with our dad now which is I'm so glad that that's the case he's the best grandpa it's so beautiful yeah. Yeah, he's he loves the kids so much. He's really good with them. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> yeah, but at the time, they were both in horrible places, and it all—I suppose—it's almost like we lost our parents mm. because they were so wrapped up in their own stuff, mm. and we then had to parent ourselves. It was very much. I was actually speaking to Emma about this and I think we're very much on the same page in that for our kids it's really important to us that with Wilby and Charlie that they know no matter what they do, no matter what challenges, you know, how they challenge us or what if they do anything wrong, whatever happens, that we love them unconditionally. Mm-hmm. And that will never take away that love mm. and will never take away their security or their safety. Because for us when we were younger, our love was very conditional. Mm. It was if we're being good, if we're being quiet, if we're being, I don't know, we're not causing any sort of almost as if we're if we're not there, mm. really. It's like if we weren't there, then we were okay. If we were doing anything wrong, causing any sort of stress or disturbance, even the smallest things, like if someone said, can you wash the dishes? And we said, no, because, you mm-hmm. know, when you're a 12-year-old or a 13-year-old, yeah, of course, sometimes you're like, no, I'm texting my friend. Like if yeah. we did that. I'm listening to Hilary Duff in my room. Yes. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yes. We were the same person. We have just choreographed a dance right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something as small as that, it could be really turned into a really big thing. And, you know, Em and I, we both ended up having to live out of home when we were really young, mm. um, when we were each 16. Mm. Yeah, we were, well, we were kicked out of home. Um, mm. And that was, that was threatened to us. For many years before that so we were very much growing mm. up thinking we need to be walking on absolute eggshells or yeah well our parents won't won't love us or take care of us anymore yep that is yeah. correct <clears throat> yeah we lived in um commission housing 
alone individually. You did it when you were, what, 16 till you finished school and then you went off to uni and I wow. lived alone. Yeah, same age. Um, we worked. Mm. I at, didn't even know that. Yeah. How did I not know that? <laughs> you were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like we didn't really, I guess we just didn't really talk about it. I didn't. Yeah, but yeah. Because I, I knew you lived with your ex's parents. And no, I didn't. I was there a lot, I but I lived. Oh, you did? I, I, oh, well, I did live um, when I was like. After school. After school. Outside bit? of school. But mm. when I was at school. Yeah, after school. Right. Yeah, commission housing. Wow. Yeah. That's so, that's huge. Mm. Yeah, it was. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Well, it's not fine. Yeah. I don't recommend it. But we're yeah. fine. we put ourselves through school <laughs> and worked and. Did it? Not here now. Mm. But yeah, yeah. Did Rai though? They worked through that, and Rai, you know, they didn't do that to our little brother. And our beautiful. When I say they, it's we don't have a relationship with our mum though. Like she disappeared many moons ago. Yeah. I don't even remember the age I was when she kind of left the picture. How old do you think we were? Oh, it's different for me because it was younger for me than you, Han. But um, yeah. he met someone online and three days later he moved into her house and he was, like, pretty ag- aggressive and that was kind of the end of my relationship with my mum. Yeah, I she's never met my kid. Last time I saw her, Hannah invited her to her wedding, like, five years ago and we had, like, a polite mm. chat. But, yeah, I don't. She is a complete stranger. Did she come to the wedding? Yeah, she did. <laughs> she did. Um, not without, you know, bringing her own spicy drama along. But mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she came. Oh um, but, yeah, I think that that's another element that's really uh, shaped M and I because so many people say that when you have your children that it'll help you to understand your parents more and relate to your parents more and be closer to them. And to be honest, it's kind of been the opposite for us. Mm. It's made us understand those choices less. Mm. And, you know, we see so many of our friends going through pregnancy and postpartum, like with the help of their mums, guiding them through all of that. And yeah. Yeah, we didn't have we didn't have mm. our mum there at all for any of that, and it's such a loss for her. But then it's also something we're really missing out mm. on that we really wish we could have had. I mean, yeah. my mum, as I mentioned in you know the last episode, I had two losses before Charlie, and mum had had not only a miscarriage but also a stillbirth. Mm. We had a a little mm. sister when we were young who um, didn't survive birth. And so it would have been so impactful to have my mum help me navigate through loss. And she'd also been pregnant with our brother after loss. So pregnancy after yeah. loss is such a confusing, scary time as well. So I, it's almost like I had this perfect person there who could have helped me through that. Mm. But there's just, there's no support or relationship there. And the same with just general Mm -hmm. pregnancy, like for Em and and birth and all of those things. You know, we didn't know, did she go into labour early with us? Did she, 
you know, yeah. all of those things that you want to ask your mum. Mm. Yeah, we don't, we didn't have her there for that. So that's made us again want to be there mm. for our children. Yeah in every way that we can so that they never have to feel like that for sure well said Han. Mm. <laughs> so true though it's our only time because yeah. we don't I don't know her I don't obviously like miss her because I don't really but when I first had Will and like post and I kind of saw a lot of my friends had um, babies around the same time and their mums moved in with them and whatever. And I just remember being like, oh, that would be so nice. Like, I don't know what I'm missing, but it looks not like that seems very nice. So that, and that's the only time that I've ever really been like, oh, I actually could do with that. Yeah. Um, that person mm-hmm. who did that. For, yeah. It would be nice, but it's fine. <laughs> we, we have each other. Yeah. I don't know. It could be it, like we have a, yeah, our stepmom is beautiful. We've definitely grown, like our relationship mm. with um, <clears throat> our dad and stepmom has grown so much since we've had kids. Like I feel mm. my dad watches will be one day a week. He'll drive up an hour and a bit in the morning to grab yeah. him while I'm at work and watch him and that's so helpful and so and my stepmom does that as well and yeah their relationship is beautiful he loves his grandparents so much and I'm so grateful for their help and we have a yeah it's it's definitely really positive yeah now and I think that's a lot to do with our kids don't you think Ken yeah definitely like kind of bringing us I don't know they have grown and we've yeah I don't know it's nice Oh, definitely. Their relationship with Will and Charlie is beautiful. It is. And I think it shows how much they've grown, yeah, in the way that they are really making an effort to, to try and be there, um, yeah, for us and the kids these days, which is so, yeah. All you can ask is for people to try and, like, learn and grow and and and, and make better choices and that's exactly what, yeah, they've they've worked to do for sure mm. yeah wow well that's really nice to hear but yeah I'm so sorry because yeah as you were saying before Hannah there's that feeling of loss with not having your mum there or a mum kind of figure well not figure you're like your actual your actual mum around in that kind of postpartum period because as all three of us would know being so early into our parenthood journeys like that maternal kind of motherhood role is such a big one and I just am constantly thinking about how I just want to be here for Hazel in every moment of her life for the rest of her life and I always want her to know that my love for her is always going to be there and it's always going to be unconditional no matter what she does and that's so important to me so yeah it makes me really emotional to think that you both missed out on that and that you didn't get it so oh, I'm gonna yes. cry. <laughs> you're so beautiful I love you Chels oh, oh thanks I just Chels. love you both and like you're both oh, such Chels I love you oh we you love you Chels <laughs> <laughs> um, you're both so strong and so like so loving to like all of your friends and to people around you and you just yeah 
on shelves. Give me shelves. During during that time, the people that were that kept mm. us going and that were our family were our friends. And so that's you. Yeah. Like you've been Em's best friend since I don't know. How old were you guys? Like one yeah. of the, <laughs> since forever. Yeah, yeah so you're yeah. such a beautiful group of friends. Yeah, yeah. So you guys have like that's the role that you played for us, our friends during that time is mm. honestly like you were all our family and that's what got us through. So mm, for sure. Yeah. Even if yeah, yeah, other other people can sort of yeah, make such an impact in your life. hundred oh, percent. Apart from your blood family, yeah. And and our friends mm. were that during that time for sure. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like your chosen family. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, Chelsea is so beautiful. Yeah, that's- <laughs> <laughs> I just yeah, you're both just like so strong, and I, and yeah, as you say, maybe it's also because because of these experiences that you've had. Like you're obviously beautiful people anyway, but you really know that value of showing your kids all of those things that you mentioned and how much that you love them and. Yeah, I just think you both deserve the world. Oh, Chelsea, you're so gorgeous. Thank you, I think you're the most beautiful mother, Chelsea. It's so beautiful watching you be a mum. And Em, you're right. It actually feels, I feel like, a bit healing yeah. to see mm-hmm. people like you, people that we love, being such beautiful, nurturing mothers. Yeah, I know. It's so beautiful. it just makes us think, like, I know. oh, how that must feel. Like, that's just mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. yeah it's it's so beautiful to see like hazel's just going to be oh such a lucky little girl her whole life mm-hmm. having you as a mama mm-hmm. and yeah it's mm-hmm. it's how mum it's how mum should be <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh. yeah <laughs> yes agreed agreed <laughs> yeah oh. you guys yeah <laughs> <laughs> and yeah you've had each other as well through so much of this I think I got so many messages after M's episode came out and you'd both spoken about your relationship and how M came over and gave you that little baby crush course in the early days and just people were really impacted by that part of your relationship Yeah. yeah I'd love to know about your relationship with each other and how you think that that has changed over the years and especially since you've both become mothers yeah um, I think maybe our relationship has changed. Like, obviously, the dynamics of having like hands two years older than me. Um, so when you grow up, she's like my little sister, and I think she felt um a bit more like. But I wasn't like I wasn't cool to be friends with your sister that's like two years younger than me. Um, <laughs> so I was put in my place a lot. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> But obviously she felt very protective <laughs> of, you know, looking after us and I and I felt that way to my younger brother and she was like that to our younger brother as well. But um, more of like maybe we didn't have a very, obviously, you know, not to harp on about it, but like maybe took on a bit more of a motherly role just naturally than one needs to. I know I felt like that a bit with Rye, our brother, and you definitely were like that with Ryan. But as we got older... And definitely as we've become mothers ourselves, it's, it's, I feel like we're just, there's no dynamic of you feeling like you need to look after me um, as much. I mean, like, obviously there's still that, I don't know, I'm also speaking on behalf of you, so do correct me, but 
I feel like we're <laughs> yeah. Han Jun chime in because I'm uh, not really articulated what I'm trying to say. No, yet. Totally, no, you are. <laughs> uh, no, exactly what you're saying. It's like yeah, I, I think I briefly sort of mentioned it in my last podcast that it's almost like yeah, the roles sort of reversed a little bit, and you were sort of acting especially in those early days for me, like the, like the older sister or like mm. the motherly figure. And, and now it's, yeah, I mean, obviously we were always equals, but I think what you're talking about is when we're little, yeah, when yeah, we're teenagers, like, yeah. like the big sister is the big sister. Yeah. And like, um, yes. Whereas now it's like, yeah, we're both just there for each other and the dynamic is flexible for whatever we each need at that time. I'm not the one who has to be. I don't know, always worried about you or looking out for you in like a big sisterly way. Like sometimes you're there to to catch me and help me. So yes. Yeah. You know, which you always would have done when you were little too, but I wouldn't have let you. Yes. You know? sure. Yeah, yeah. And also now we work together. Okay. Like that's like a whole nother dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. Em got me a job at her school. Yeah, okay. And so now I'm a teacher's aide at the school. So, um oh. And we're in the same classroom. So that's so good. Yeah. I'm like, and a boss you around all the time. (laughs) She's not very bossy. I was like, I can't imagine it, but sure. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. Do the kids know that you're siblings? Yeah. They're like, you look like each other a bit. And Heather's like, well, that's because we're sisters. Yeah, it's nice. It is really nice, actually. It was at first I was like, Mm. my worlds are colliding, but it's nice. (laughs) So funny. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And how about um Charlie and Wilbs? How's their relationship? I love their relationship. They're like little siblings. (laughs) Wilby is obsessed with Charlie. Mm -hmm. He's like. You know that that reflex that you get like when you see a little animal and you kind of like want to squish its cheeks and stuff like Wilby has never <laughs> lost the squish reflex. Like anytime he sees Charlie, he's like, oh, <laughs> just wants to squish her up. And, Charlie, so no. yeah. and Charlie's now at the stage where she's like, a toddler, not a bubba anymore. And so she'll just like be like, no, 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 we'll be. Yeah. No, no, no. And they're like, little siblings. I know. Yeah. It's so funny. But they love each other and it's really cute. It's so cute. Like Aww. Charlie now asks about Wilby because she used to not quite be able to say his name and now she'll just be like, Wilby, Wilby. So she might, yeah, I think she's getting towards the stage where they'll just be squishing each other on. And every day, literally every day this week, Wilb's been like, I want to go see my baby Cha-Cha. That's what he calls her, baby Cha-Cha. And I'm like, not today. Which is so funny because that's, I think she's just going to be that forever because she once was a baby, but she's not anymore. But in his head, she's baby Cha-Cha for sure because he couldn't say Charlie when obviously when she was first born so he called her Cha and then it was Cha-Cha and now unfortunately poor Charlie has taken on Cha-Cha and every she even calls herself Cha-Cha now doesn't she she's like for Cha-Cha yeah she calls herself (laughs) Cha-Cha she points to herself yeah Cha-Cha Cha-Cha I mean it's very cute yeah oh for sure I think it's cute yeah no it's so cute I love them they run around like such toddlers where I was at 
hen's house on Tuesday for dinner. And there was just like this like screaming of excitement squealing toddlers up and down the corridor for like an hour. Mm-hmm. Will comes out, he's like so sweaty because he's been like chasing Charlie. Oh, my gosh, he was like, so sweaty from just the excitement. <laughs> Just going at 120%. Yeah, no, they're so so cute. Yeah, they're super cute together. And it's fun that they're now, obviously, like, they're not at the same stage, but, like, the older Charlie gets, the more she kind of catches up to to Will and then they can play, you know, play together and and be, yeah, more on the same page. It's so nice. I know it is. (laughs) Yeah, when they're both that little toddler age, yeah. it's so cute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I love seeing the little updates online and you're still doing those little one-second-a-day videos, Han. I love yeah. seeing those as well. Yeah, yeah. I love doing so them. Cute. They really help mm. me, yeah, because I feel like so often I'll get to the end of a week and I'll just be like, what have I done? Like it's just been the same, 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 and then I'll look mm. back at my one-seconds and I'll be like, oh, you've done heaps. We've seen so many people, yeah. we've done so many things and, like, yeah, it just reminds me, yeah, what a full life we have. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what a beautiful thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like mm. it. I enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Well, I'd love to know something that you are both proud of in each other in throughout your parenting journeys what's one thing you would say to each other I ha- I'll go first because Hannah is going to say real sin- something very sincere I'm sure and it's going to sound <laughs> like I'm not, I don't want to follow what are you that gonna say? no no I'm proud of it always no, it's just hard to pin one down uh, <laughs> no um I think you're um, how you've spoken so like publicly and like reached out to a lot of people to help people about their losses because I remember when you were in the thick fight you're like just nobody talks about this there's like one person I know that has been through this and you found it very therapeutic to talk to them and it's a hard I know that you found it a hard subject to kind of initially broach and you're like I don't know if I should talk about this because you didn't want it to be saved like like not that I don't think anyone would ever look at it and go like, oh, that's attention, but you didn't want to be taken in the wrong way. Now I'm sure a lot of people would feel like you're a very safe space to go to if they were going through something like that, Um, and I'm sure that wasn't easy to do. I don't know if I would ever be so vulnerable on the internet, but I know that you've helped a lot of people through that, and I, if you were there for yourself, I'm sure it would have been a lot easier. Thanks. Um, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that's um, so beautiful. Yeah, I can. Uh, you're right. I found that really, really helpful and therapeutic when I was going through it to talk to other people and to hear yeah. other people's stories. So, yeah, I could only hope that 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 I would be able to maybe provide that for someone else. So. Mm. Thanks, and that means a lot. Yeah. I mean it. <laughs> yeah. Now you do me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, and oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many things, but one that really stands out to me is obviously how you've navigated this new phase of parenting um you know transitioning into single parenthood because 
not only have you been very brave and strong within that, but you've also done a lot of work during such a difficult time to deal with it in a really emotionally healthy way because because of the way that we grew up um, in the past whenever when, whenever there were big emotions to deal with or something really challenging going on and would naturally put up quite a wall and she would, you know, say everything's fine, I'm okay and sort of bottle things up and, and put up that shield, obviously like as a protective thing but also because, you know, we really had grown up with trying not to be a burden on other people so she wouldn't have allowed anyone to help her or... Yeah, anything like that. And throughout this time, which is just such an overwhelming time and, I mean, I could only imagine like a like a pretty frightening transition, she chose to be really brave and to open up and to talk to us about how she's feeling, to let us in and to allow us to help her, which was like, one, so wonderful so that we knew how she was feeling and we could better support her. It also, I could see the weight just like lifting off of her because she wasn't tackling everything alone. She was letting us in, letting us help her. But also it allowed her also to heal much more quickly and to like get to a place where like she's happy and thriving much more quickly than if if she wasn't allowing herself to really feel those feelings and and to be supported. But the most important thing out of all of that, I think, is the amazing example that she set for Wilb in like how to deal with challenges in a really emotionally healthy way. And I know it wasn't easy for her. Um, I know it was, yeah, a ch- it would have been easier for her to go to her default of sort of shutting down and bottling it up. It's harder to to move through those emotions and to let people in um, because they can let you down or they can disappoint you. Or, um, But mm. she did and it was really brave and it was for the best for her and for the best for Wilby and um, I'm just really proud of her for that. So, Thanks, that honey. <laughs> That's nice. Yeah, definitely. Lots of A lot of growth. Got to embrace yeah, the so growth. But thank you. That's very nice. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I feel chuffed about that comment. Thank you. <laughs> oh, so cute. <laughs> I feel emotional again. <laughs> yeah. oh, you guys are so beautiful and I love, I love your bond and how you've supported each other. And, yeah, I completely agree with both of the things that you said as well. I think, Hannah, it's something that one in four women go through or one in four pregnancies do end in a loss. And as you say, it's it's not shared that much because maybe it's it's one of those topics that can be a little bit taboo or something at times. But I think there's so much power in sharing those stories. And I'm sure, I'm certain that you sharing your story would have helped so many people out there going through the same thing. For sure. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And M for you as well. I mean, you got so much feedback from people you didn't know after your episode yeah. who'd who'd found your Instagram and mm. had messaged you saying, um, you know, that they'd been through a similar thing with um, infidelity in their relationship and 
both of you, there's so much power in sharing and in being vulnerable with those things too. Thank you so much for both of you for for doing that. I think both Aww. wonderful. Thank people. you for providing <laughs> a platform to help people too, Charles. People wouldn't hear mm. it and feel better if you didn't have a safe space for people mm. to go to. So absolutely, mm. yeah. yeah. Thank you, Charles. Yeah, no, no worries. <laughs> I'm gonna say you've come so far. Like I remember when you texted me, and you're like, "I think I'm gonna start a podcast. Would you want to be on it?" And I was like, "Yes, you should do that for sure." And now you've done a billion. <laughs> like so yes. many podcasts so many oh followers God. and so many people have listened to you and it's so nice to watch yeah, yeah. you're so good at it oh, thank you. yeah oh thank you <laughs> that's so nice oh, absolutely you're made to do it Charles. yeah Aww. yeah you're such <laughs> a welcoming and warm like podcast host it will mm. feel yeah like em said safe to open up with you and share their stories mm. That's so beautiful, you guys. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I feel shy. <laughs> just like flashing over here. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Um, well, it's been, yeah, it's been so lovely to speak to you both and, yeah, thank you so much for once again sharing your stories so openly and it's been lovely to see you, albeit virtually. We should catch up soon. I'll come For down sure. to Geelong and shit, yes. see you. <laughs> Before you have another human. I, I know. know yeah. right? You don't. You shouldn't travel. I'll come to you. You sit we'll down. Come to <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll stay right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, thanks, guys. Thanks, Charles. Thanks, Charles. <laughs> I hope that you've enjoyed today's beautiful episode with Hannah and Em. If you'd like to see some photos of them together and with their beautiful bubbers, you can head over to the Instagram at Definitely Baby Podcast. Also, just stay up with episode releases and updates and all of the things over there. And yeah, I'd be so grateful if you could, whatever platform you're listening on right now, if you could just leave a little review at the end if you haven't already. Um, yeah, that really helps me out so much. And I'd be very grateful. Have a beautiful week and I'll see you next Tuesday for another lovely episode.